Hi, I'm Jim Stroud, and this is my podcast. Happy New Year! I hope 2019 brings you every positive thing you hope for and more. I also hope it brings you more privacy. A recent report from Reuters cites how a user of Amazon's Alexa got access to a thousand recordings from another user because of a, quote, human error by the company, end quote. Among the recordings, a man and female companion could be overheard and due to the data that was accidentally released, the man and woman on the recordings were able to be identified and contacted. When I read that story, my immediate reaction was, why were there so many recordings available to be found in the first place? And if they were revealed by human error, how many more recordings are out there and for what purpose are they being saved? Well, I looked into it and I'll give you the answer to that and something else to worry about (laughs) after this message. To fully understand the privacy of Facebook and how it's likely to evolve, you need to understand one thing. Facebook executives want everyone to be public. As the service evolves, executives tend to favor our open access to information, meaning information you think is private will slowly become public. But that doesn't mean you can't be private if you want to. Facebook gives its users the option to lock things down, but users need to be aware of their controls how to use them and how to prepare for the future Facebook privacy changes. Facebook has not and will not make information obvious and that's where my special offer comes in. Go to jimstroud.com free and download the very unofficial Facebook privacy manual. That's jimstroud.com free to download your free copy of the very unofficial Facebook privacy manual. One last time, download it now at jimstroud.com free. Operators, are standing by. For Alexa and Google Home to work, they have to listen out for specific wake words. In the case of Google Home, it's OK Google, and for Alexa, it's Alexa. So, of course, they have to listen constantly in order to be of service. As far as all those recorded messages that Alexa tracks, well, Amazon uses it to educate its artificial intelligence system so that they will better understand us humans when we make our requests. Google does the same thing with Google Home. If you are uncomfortable with listening devices perpetually recording your daily life, you will be very disturbed by what I am about to share with you now. Google has recently filed two patents that will make it extremely easy for them to eavesdrop on your home activity, surveil your way of life, and generate a ton of money by selling that data to third parties. How? Well, let's explore the possibilities with patent number one entitled, quote, privacy-aware personalized content for the smart home, end quote. Imagine this. A Google device scans and analyzes the objects in your home and then offers you content based on what it finds. For example, A smart camera could recognize Will Smith's face on a t-shirt on the floor of your closet. (laughs) It then looks at your browser history and detects that you follow Will Smith's YouTube channel and watched some of his videos recently. After analyzing all that, the system would say to you in no uncertain terms, Hey, you seem to like Will Smith. 
He has a new movie out playing in a theater down the street. Would you like the Showtimes? Hmm. Now let's look even deeper into this patent. Using object recognition, Google could calculate your fashion taste by scanning your clothing and even estimate your income based on any expensive mechanical or electronic devices it detects. Once it gets used to voices typically in your home, it could determine the genders and age of the people who live with you. And from all that data, the Google device could recommend what to watch on TV, what movies to see, and where to shop, not only for you, but for every person who lives in your house. <laughs> wow. How about that? Let's switch gears a bit and look now at patent number two, which has a long but ominous title to it. <laughs> Quote, smart home automation system that suggests or automatically implements selected household policies based on sensed observations. End quote. The second patent proposes a smart home system that will help raise your kids for you. <laughs> and I'm only slightly exaggerating. Parents could program a device to note if it overhears foul language from children, scan internet usage for mature or objectionable content, or use occupancy sensors to determine if certain areas of the house are accessed while you're gone. For example, the liquor cabinet. The system could be set to change a smart lighting system color to red and to flash the lights as a warning to children or even to power off the lights and all devices if the children are grounded. Language from both patents reveals just how intuitive these smart devices are as they listen to the noises you make as you move around your house. For example, Google's smart home system can figure out if a household member is working from the sound of a keyboard clicking, a desk chair moving, and paper shuffling in the room. Google can also figure out the mood you're in based on the sound of your voice. It can tell when you're in the kitchen based on the sound of the refrigerator door opening. It can even estimate your dental hygiene based on the sounds and or images of teeth brushing. Wow. Again, I say wow. Alexa, Google Home, and Facebook's new portal device, which is a video phone that follows you around the room. All those things are great and a convenience for what they do, but is the convenience of these devices worth what we are losing in terms of privacy? It seems like every other day I hear how hackers have stolen data from millions of users. It makes me wonder how much, if at all, I can trust big tech companies to keep my information private. If my web data is not secure, why would I want to make even more intimate data accessible via smart devices like Alexa or these new patented invention that Google just filed? And I know I'm not the only one to feel this way, which is why I'm going to make a prediction. In 2019, people will begin choosing privacy over convenience by choosing to buy gadgets that do not connect to the internet 
<laughs> which is not much of a prediction because it's already happening in the mobile phone market. In August 2018, it was reported by Daily Mail that while global sales of smartphones increased by just 2%, on the flip side of that, sales of dumb phones <laughs> rose by 5%. Dumb phones are just what you expect them to be. Devices that can only send and receive phone calls, and in some cases send and receive text messages, but that's about it. No games, no apps, nothing extra. You can buy one for $20, which is what the Alcatel 10.66G model retails for, or you can go high-end and spend $400 for a Light Phone 2. In the age of big tech, privacy is dead. I think we forget that because we're so addicted to technology. I think, uh, I think I'm going to remind us every now and then with special podcast episodes like this, uh, reminding us about the privacy we're losing bit by bit, app by app, tech company by tech company. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think that's a good idea. If you love what you heard, hate what you heard, or don't know what you just heard, I want to know about it. You can reach me at my website, www.jimstroud.com. In addition to finding source material and related information for this podcast episode, you'll find other goodies that I hope will make you smile. Oh, before I go, uh, please financially support this podcast with a little something-something in my virtual tip jar. There's a link in the podcast description. Your generosity encourages me to keep this podcast train chugging down the track. Ever heard of stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of stoicism with a lowercase s and not stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, all that is Stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis, to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a three times a week podcast teaching Stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it.